Hello world, I'm Jared Cunningham. This is the Freelance Forum 2020 podcast series. Uh, over the years, the Freelance Forum has been made possible by support from the National Union of Journalists and the Broadcasting Authority of Ireland, for which we've been very grateful. Now, something different to the usual. Uh, first of all, I'll be joined by two guests this week on the Freelance Forum. This is the first time that I've spoken with more than one person at a time. And they're talking about uh, Fact Magazine. That's F-A-C Magazine. I think this is a very interesting project that's been running for some time now. So I'm hoping that they can share with us their experiences and perhaps give some insights which will be of help to other journalists listening, whether you're an experienced freelancer or starting out and looking for new approaches to journalism. This is episode 14, uh, FAC Magazine. I'm joined by Dylan Daniels and Connell Hussif. I hope I said your name right there. Spot on. To start with, uh, you guys, who wants to go first? Who wants to tell me about themselves? Yeah, I mean, I can give it a lowdown of myself, kind of, generally. Yeah. I'm the magazine. I'm the editor of FAC. Um, I've been the editor for about two years. We founded it maybe in 2017. I've been kind of going on and off. It's an entirely kind of independent project. Um, primarily, it started as a platform to give creatives in Ireland and Dublin uh, a space online to showcase their work and to, to connect with other artists and see what other artists are, are working on because we noticed that particularly for our generation there didn't seem to be a kind of accessible way to, 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 to put your work in a space that other people could see it. So we, we started with that and then we got interested in the kind of more cultural side of things and in particular in a similar fashion platform of the opinions of people in our generation. Um, so we've had maybe 40 people write opinion pieces on a variety of topics, mostly social issues, but also economic, um, climate issues. My, my background is in climate science, so I have a very, very strong interest in sustainability. And by kind of association with climate science, we have a lot of interests in activism and protests and that sort of stuff and kind of social movements and that sort of thing. So those are the sort of social issues and cultural issues that we focus on. Um, and, and that's really where we're at at the moment. Uh, yeah, like that's pretty, that's pretty solid uh, summary. Um, uh, like I guess like me, like just a bit about myself, like um, uh, I'm like studying architecture, so um, I have a lot of similar like interests uh, with regards to the direction of the project that Connell has with regards to, like sustainability and things like that. So uh, like there's not much more to add though that the the project in general. That's pretty much the gist of kind of where we came from and kind of the trajectory of the project so far. And how many people besides the two of you are involved with the magazine? There's a, a core team of three people, myself, um, Dylan and our designer, Jordan. And then we have uh, uh, another member of the team is Stephen, who was involved in the event side of things. So as a way to fund our project, we've um, ran some events, club nights, kind of conversations, launched some magazines, hosted some exhibitions and that sort of stuff to, to mostly to generate revenue, but also to have a kind of physical presence. So Steve or Stephen takes charge of that. And then we have another member of the team. Molly is also helping us out with design. So it's, it's a, a core team of, of three with five on the, on the whole team. I noticed in the most recent edition, I was just checking the website, uh, you have an article on uh, direct provision, one on the snowflake generation how resilient they are uh, rather than using it as the cliche it often is starting with the 
recession 10 years ago, property price inflation and so on in the jobs market since, as well as pieces, uh, photo features, arts reviews and so on. That's a typical mix for each issue, is it? That would be a typical mix of our kind of online content. And in terms of our issues, what we try to do, so our online content is constantly running and would have that. That is a, a fairly typical kind of mix of of creatives from Dublin and, and there are certain projects that they're working on across the Ireland, painters and photographers, combined with informational pieces about important issues that we find and people have contributed to find to be important, like direct vision and opinion pieces about how our generation is resilient or not resilient. We don't have a, a specific take ourselves personally, but if someone else was to write and say, actually, no, we genuinely are snowflakes, we'd be happy to also platform that opinion. Um, and that would be typical of our online content in terms of our issues, what we try to do for print issues is have the issue focus on a specific issue itself. So our most recent print issue was called Police, and it was about sustainable fashion and fast fashion and the kind of environmental impacts of the fashion industry. Um, so that would be a kind of typical example of a way to combine the kind of arts side of our, our interests and fashion and that sort of thing with the more social, sustainable consequences of that sort of world. So our, our, issue, our print issues are sp- focused on kind of specific topics. How often does uh, FAC come out? How often does the print issue come out? And how often actually do you update the website? We're averaging one a year. Uh, we're hoping to, uh, to, to increase that rate. I mean, the way that we've, we've operated as, as an independent project, you'd fund our, take a lot of energy to, to put in to get, to get resources back out, particularly early on. Um, and We've all had our own studies and work to do around the, the, the magazine project. As time goes on, we've, we've, we've grown, certainly, I think, and, and been able to generate more resources and get more people involved. And that way, we've kind of definitely, even in this year, we've, our output of, of useful content and stuff that we feel proud of has, has gone up a couple of things. So it's about one a year, hopefully, up to two or three a year by the end of this year. We'll we have one out this year. We're hoping to at least have one more. How often does the website update? Is that on a regular schedule or just as you receive articles? A minimum of one a week, usually more than that. More like more like two or three new pieces of, of, of articles or features a week. And you said you have uh, Stephen who organises events. and is that, is that the only income stream you have? Or how, how is this paid for? Or is it voluntary as well? I mean, well, with, with people, everybody's work at the moment is, is voluntary in, in the sense that we're not, we're not giving ourselves wages or, or apart from designers or artists who work with us, um, we always make an effort to, to pay any artists or creatives that work with us because, of course, it's much, a much harder industry to, to succeed in um, and we're trying to kind of add to that. But, um, yeah, with, with income, what other income as well we have then? We have merchandise as well as, as a good income stream. We've, Again, we try to collaborate with artists when we're working on merchandise. Um, what else? Have I got? Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. Like they're like it's multifaceted. I guess like the income streams because I guess that's the nature of like uh, print and stuff these days. But uh, yeah, I mean, like still like a good source of income is actually like our print editions themselves. Um, like uh, there there is like a, definitely an audience for that. But like yeah, like we we kind of do work a lot with artists to uh, develop like merchandise. Um, yeah, like, but but like normally, like big pieces are in conjunction with the um with the print launches themselves. Um, but uh, yeah, like that that is kind of pretty much the source of revenue. Um, and we did like we kind of moved into like looking at sponsorship and things like that. Um, 
with regards to the previous projects. Um, but like those are yeah, those are roughly kind of the income streams that we we kind of focus on. Are you guys still in college, or are you graduates, or what, what stage are you at with this? Is it this is a part time venture, obviously? Yeah, certainly a part time venture. Um, my I graduated uh, from my undergraduate nearly three years ago now, and I'm just about to get a master's degree in mm-hmm. science and economics. Um, and Dylan's in in an architecture yeah. degree. Yeah, and then I'm uh, in the long haul of the architecture degree at undergraduate uh, at the moment. And would a long term project be to get fac on a commercial basis, or to continue it as a part time venture, or have you have you planned that for? It's a good question, and and it's it's certainly the plan is yeah to make it as commercial as we can without sacrificing the initial goals of what we wanted to achieve with the project obviously the more commercial you can get it the more you can scale up the project and the more people you can reach and the more people you get involved in the project but at the same time we never started it off as a way how can we generate money off this how can we turn this into necessarily a, a business model and dealing with things like sponsorships although necessary are time consuming and we'd with the project like to spend as much of the time we we work on it focusing on things that that motivate us and keep us interested so we, we, we've every year made it more and more commercial and, and made more and more funds and, and tightened up all of our processes and improved it. And our, our goal is just to year on year make it more like that. We, we do have ambitions to, to have our own spaces and to put time aside each week and to, to have, you know, make it a, a part-time venture with other jobs that we do. And if it, if it starts to grow at the right rate, then I don't see a reason why we wouldn't make it commercial with it. You know, it's about us keeping our, our motivation strong for the project at the same time as, as trying to grow it um, commercially, I think. What kind of events have you been organising? Is it like live podcasts, conferences, what sort of thing, music gigs? Yeah, like, um, well, like the, the last event uh, just that we've done was actually just to launch um, the latest edition of our magazine, Fleece. Um, and yeah, we tried something a bit different for that. Like, um, normally they just be kind of in conjunction with like kind of drinks and uh, chats, basically. But we kind of uh, hosted um, a, I guess, a forum, like in a, in a in a rough sense of the word. Um, and it was we we gathered like kind of uh, figures that uh, were appropriate to the magazine and some 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 stuff that I wrote in, uh, for the issue. Um, and it was kind of like a bit of a talk and a. Q and A, and this is hosted by uh, Patagonia. Um, so, like, um, thanks again to Patagonia <laughs> if, if you're listening to this. But uh, yeah, like they, um, yeah, they, like they were really receptive, and um, uh, yeah, like it was a really interesting event because uh, there was uh, a lot of like uh, discussion uh, around the uh, work, um, which is kind of interesting for us because it's something that we'd never really kind of first kind of like taught to do, uh, but it just kind of kind of naturally came up. Um, and that was something that I think we're definitely interested in doing again. Um, uh, but like, yeah, and then like kind of after, like the, there was, uh, you know, kind of after the events, but, um, and that's kind of what we've been doing, like leading up to it. Um, but it's still like, uh, like uh, as with the project as a whole, like um, it is kind of like, kind of discovering what, uh, as we're going along and seeing how best to kind of represent the, uh, initial like ideas of the project um and like especially in the public sphere like that and and finding out what works and what what doesn't work to, to achieve those goals so take the example of the sustainable fashion issue please the, the the core idea of that is to to take the 
the problems and solutions to fast fashion, sustainable fashion, and deliver them in a way that's accessible to people that people find interest, and that's also in a creative way, and to get the ideas across to people. Um, and obviously putting it in print and handing it out to them and, and having them read it when they, they go home is one way if they want to put it. The other way is to have a conversation in public with people who know about the topic and, and have the sort of discussion. So it felt right to just kind of try that uh, with that issue. But it, it would really depend on, on other things that we're, we're interested in the long term, like from Dylan's point of view, you know, the, the, the development of Dublin architecturally and the public spaces there in Dublin. There might be another approach with, with, with that issue that we might find more useful to kind of generate engagement. And again, we're experimenting, I think, you know, in, in every phase and trying to enjoy the experiments as we, as we undertake. Where can I pick up a copy of the physical magazine? Are you nationwide or just Dublin? It's just on our store at the moment and in a couple of um, shops in Dublin. The Library Project should have a couple of copies in stock. We'd actually just launched it a week, two weeks before lockdown um, hit. So we never actually managed to fully distribute. So the library project in Temple Bar has a few copies. They may still have some in, or you can pick it up on our website as well. And the website is facmagazine.com. F-A-C. F-A-C-magazine.com. I just realized when I was doing it, I, I wasn't sure what fact was, and then looking through your content. Does it stand for fashion, arts, culture, or is it something else? That's well spotted. That's one of the one of the potential acronyms that we, we, we use for it. Um, its initial name came from we um, have a friend where the fact where the magazine is printed is a printing factory, which uh, we also kind of hang out in sometimes as a space. Our friends are in a uh, in a band that it's kind of practice space for them. So the initial idea was was uh, developed in a factory, and we thought the best thing to do was just name it after the space that we we uh, we came up with it. In. And then reverse acronymed it. And then reverse acronymed it, yeah. Also, front and centre is another one. I'll be putting the artists front and centre. I have to say, as a journalist, I would consider the writers to be artists worth paying as well. <laughs> so we might have a dispute about that sometime. Uh, I would as well, absolutely. And I think that is a goal for us as well. I mean, the, 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 with the writers, the, the thing we're also trying to do is offer people the, the serious and kind of professional experience of doing it. And as, as soon as we have the, the funds to pay them, we will continue to do that and... and for, for projects going forward, the bigger we can grow them, the more we'll want to, to support every creative that, that's involved in them. So I 100% agree with you. Are you taking pitches from people or is it mostly through your own contest at the moment? I mean, obviously this is still, I suppose, in, in many ways at an embryonic stage. So I assume you're not taking outside pitches really. Our content in terms of, we are open to pitches more than than um, us dictating to a writer what, what content we would like them to focus on it all it has to fit the kind of criteria of being something that's informative and education for our educational for our generation so something like direct provision or you know the the various economic crises and, and challenges that our generation has faced kind of packaged in a way let's take the example from two articles you brought up at the start or uh, artist features but we are always open to pitches as long as they fit into that kind of framework of delivering an informed substantive opinion on an issue that's that's relevant to our generation or on a, an issue that's creatively relevant so um, an important Irish creative figures for example you know uh, uh, a profile on them but we're, gen we're generally open to, to all opinions and try to emphasize that as much as we can that we're not trying to to be a mouthpiece for a certain point of view or a certain 
slice of, of Irish society, but more to try and generate discussion uh, about, you know, our generation and its its role in, in, in the arts community, I suppose. We started out kind of with, with that concept that like we like when we had a lot of friends that were also like kind of in like creative fields and um and yeah especially like with regards to writing as well um and uh yeah it was very inaccessible um to kind of like uh propaganda fields or those either there's very like narrow streams um so like yeah it was kind of like a, a coming about of um yeah just generating that uh for ourselves and kind of networking in the community a bit better um I, like I, I think like uh, it'd, be, it'd be kind of fair to say like that the um like artistic community I guess like in Dublin is a bit like sporadic and not very well organized um and like it has the opportunity to be quite organized like you, you'll see you see like around like big political movements like uh or guys to like repeal and um like the uh the marriage referendum like uh the artistic community kind of comes together to like come around the cause but it's, it's kind of these sporadic um like pieces of change where um i think i guess like aspiration for us like as a as a project is to work uh to kind of organize the um community um and be like a network of kind of a hub um in the community um to like work on on the challenges that like we have here like um like that especially pertains like to our generation um which is kind of what dictates uh, the content that you see like in the magazine and um and in the print editions too what's your role colonel's the editor what's your main role at the magazine yeah i mean like i kind of um so like jordan the other like kind of core member uh like when we, we say core in the in the sense that like the day-to-day running of the magazine uh is digital um and so like uh like that is pretty much split between um, like the written content that's on the website and also like the visual content that's on the website. Um, and I guess like I'm uh, kind of a go between. I guess like um, to, like to a lesser extent, like kind um, kind of. Uh, and I, I guess that's just kind of like my interest. Obviously, is uh, I guess a kind of based architecture. Like and so um, there's like an element of visual. Um, uh, work and also an element of sorry, don't know if you can hear my, my dog now. Uh there's an element of visual work and also an element of um yeah, written. So like it's it's basically a go between I say. Uh and again like we like Connor also wears many uh hats and so does uh Jordan with regards to design. And but yeah, so like I mean we all wear many hats. Like it's just that like uh I guess like you could say like um I guess you could say that like kind of like has like a, a backing kind of in the writing and Jordan and the uh, uh, in the visual because they're like strong um, uh, like I guess they're the pillars of kind of our uh, digital content. What I find interesting actually is uh, that looking at this as a journalist, the the traditional models for journalism is either more and more online you try and get reader subscriptions which is working for some people and advertising which really isn't working for anyone uh, but you've gone uh, events and merchandising as income streams and I know you're still sort of starting out and you could be trying other things but I find it interesting that you've gone those routes that are not traditional and and that it, it seems to be working out for you yeah 
I think so. I think on this on the the, the pace that we've. I think we're, if you look at kind of the returns that we've got from the time that we've put into things, certain events or merchandise runs, you know, it, they, they have paid off. So it's it's a case of us setting aside more of the time to, to put the events on and the merchandise runs and prints, and we'll get more and more return from them and be able to do larger projects. So I think they have. I think I, it's, it's interesting that you, find, I suppose, find it, Obviously, we would see advertising as being the most traditional kind of way of generating revenues for for uh, an organization or, or, or a business like ours. But it seems kind of obvious for us maybe to go into the events thing. And that's where what most people our age when we we're growing up would go to and spend their money on on a regular basis. You know, if you're in your in your college years, you go out to you know, two or three events a week maybe and spend five or 10 euros to get into them rather than have two or three subscriptions or or buy two or three papers or issues per week. So I suppose that's where, where we saw a lot of the the, the, the spend going and, and where people our age were, were engaging with maybe. It's good, it's good to get that insight though, I suppose, yeah. Advertising online certainly seems to be... The economics of advertising online mean that you're never going to earn an awful lot of it. First of all, Google and Facebook are going to swallow up most of it. The fact that you have a print magazine does mean that you could sell some display ads and that. But even then, I think the fact that you're going at events and merchandise and that those are working for you, I think that's a very interesting indicator for where a lot of other people might end up going to. Well, don't give away all our secrets too quick. Yeah, no, it seems to like a, yeah, it seems to be a general uh, trend of things. Um, although I don't know how COVID is going to uh, affect that for guys who've been in the public sphere, but um, yeah, I mean, like, um, although I don't know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be quick to um, like, I there's like a dialectic nature to uh, things like this, like, so I, I wouldn't imagine that um, it's going to completely flip. Um, uh, I think like there probably will be a return, like to some extent, to online and like I guess like advertising will feature in that some way but um yeah I don't, it's an ever-evolving uh like uh project and i think like in, in ge- like in general things are ever evolving so it's really about um and like which is good for us uh, at the moment because we're i guess i just said we were in the embryonic stage of the project it's good that we can easily adapt to like changes um so i guess like it's more difficult for a bigger like kind of um print media or media in general that uh, it's, it's difficult to kind of get the cogs turning to change the direction where it's, it's easy enough for us to if we decided that like we yeah we needed to focus on making merchandise or maybe we needed to look more into developing the website for advertising um it, it, it's easy enough for us to go into um but yeah like and i guess that's probably something that we'll always keep uh to try and stay adaptable because like I guess from our point of view, like it is something that's always kind of changing. I mean, personally, I, I think that one half-page display ad in a print mag or one-page display ad for, you know, maybe some of the venues that you use or that kind of thing would probably generate uh, as much as an awful lot more work to make the same money online seems to be the experience of most people. It's been great talking to you. It's always good to... People, especially freelance journalists, tend to get stuck in the same old model. So it's just good to talk to people who are doing something different and trying new things. And I wish you all the best with the venture. All right. Thank you for talking to me, guys. Uh, take care of yourselves. Thanks for listening. Thanks very much. Okay, thanks very much. Thanks uh, for uh, taking the time to uh, chat with us as well. We appreciate it. Uh, 
And if you'd like to hear more about Fact Magazine, you can check out their website, facmagazine.com, F-A-C-magazine.com. <laughs>